congratulations, you're having a baby. Usually, these words are supposed to incite joy, happiness, and accomplishment. But when you're 18 and we're only expecting to be told that your exhaustion is caused by your anemic state, not pregnancy, then the reaction is completely opposite. I felt myself go pale, literally. My lips turned white, my heart was in my ears. Would you like to learn about the options you have? Said the voice on the phone when she heard nothing from my end. No, thank you, goodbye, was what she got. To say the next few months, years even, of my life were a total whirlwind is an understatement. I moved in with my boyfriend because our religious families thought it was the right thing to do. We attempted a life together. We got an apartment. We went to technical schools to get certified and maybe make a little bit more money. I set up our baby's nursery. I went to birthing classes. I read parenting books. We just went through the motions. It was total survival mode. Many nights during my several trips to the bathroom to pee, I would find myself curled up on the floor in tears. I would go from feeling the tiniest ounce of happiness to complete and utter sorrow. My thoughts were clouded with the sense of failure that came from being a teenage mom. I felt alone. No one knew what I was truly feeling on the inside. I felt ashamed, embarrassed, and just a complete disaster. I would try my hardest to see the goodness in what was happening to me, but I would end up falling into a hole of depression. How did my plans for my future fail? Why did I get myself into this? All of these questions had the same answer, and it was always because of me. It was my fault. And my perspective on that just made things worse. Aside from the tremendous physical and hormonal changes I was going through, my relationship with my boyfriend took a dive for the worst. The stress and anxiety I felt, he felt it too. But we all cope differently, and that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. We all look for comfort in different places. We hide from things that we need to face. And sometimes we don't even realize when we're doing it. So I felt more alone. I'd go days without socializing, seeing my body morph into a size I had never seen myself in, just waiting for the next thing to be over with. Labor. When my daughter entered this world, I could barely hold her. I don't remember much other than just crying, bawling for hours. Couldn't really get it together. Don't know why, but I missed out on feeling the joy of bringing in my baby to the world. Luckily, when I woke up the next morning, my vision shifted a little. I was able to see the beauty in what I went through. This precious baby girl that was in my arms was mine. In all her tininess, she fit perfectly in my arms. And I was surprised to feel how much space she took up in my heart. She was light in my life. A part of me, literally birthed and brought into this world from my womb. She loved me and she needed me despite my past, despite my age. I was her mother and she was my daughter. It put everything I was struggling to see into perspective. But don't get me wrong. Postpartum depression was no joke in my life. I wouldn't even be able to tell you how long it lasted me, but I remember 
just crying every single second that I was not with my daughter. And it wasn't because I wasn't with her. I would just cry for, I don't know. (laughs) I guess that's just how those types of things happen. I was fine when my daughter was awake. I was able to feed her, change her, play with her, you know, do all the things that a mother does with their baby when she's happy with them. But as soon as she would go to sleep, I would feel just completely alone. Unless my mom was there, I would just break down, literally, like just break down. Nothing mattered, the world would go black and I would just cry and cry. I vividly remember one time my mom was at my apartment and she had to leave because she had to go to work. I remember begging her to stay. And it was just a very unexplainable moment in terms of not exactly understanding what was going through my head just knowing what was coming out of my body, you know, just sobs. And it really took a toll on me. So I went to the doctor, but you don't really get a lot of help there other than just a written prescription to some antidepressant drug. I didn't take it because I realized I need to be able to get it together. I need to be able to do what I need to do for my daughter. I realized that the environment that I was having her in, in my apartment with my boyfriend, wasn't ideal. And I guess that's what motivated me to try harder. I ended up leaving. I ended up packing our things and deciding to take on motherhood as a single parent. Never with the intention of removing her from her father, but with the intention of providing her the best quality of parenthood that both he and I can give her. But it wasn't an easy journey. I probably moved 15 times in the span of her first three years of life. It was hard for me to find stability. Even though I was being a mother and I was taking care of her, my mind was still not right. I still battled with depression. I I battled with a lot of mental setbacks and emotional issues, which made it so much harder for me to find stability and to be able to thrive. It took a lot of falls, a lot of knockdowns, a lot of having to start all over again from zero (laughs) to make me the person that I am today. I feel like I have such a huge purpose now in my life. And it's not just to be the best mother and provide the best life and example to my daughter, but to support 
and encourage and motivate others that go through situations like I did. Teenage pregnancy isn't easy. People judge you. People mistreat you. There's a lot of things that teenage moms have to deal with when it comes to the public. Just walking into a grocery store and having everyone looking at you, you feel heavily, heavily judged so much of the time. Also getting out of a toxic relationship. I'm so glad that I have been brought up in a faith that allows me to believe in myself and to believe in a higher power. If it weren't for that, I don't think I would have been able to realize that I can do better. I don't think I would have been able to realize that I could step out of a toxic relationship and be okay. I'm so grateful for everything that I've gone through. And even though it was so rough on me and on my family and hell, even on my daughter, I feel like it's all for a purpose. And I honestly believe that that purpose is to help and encourage other teenage mothers that are going through this, that they can survive, they can thrive, they can be happy, and they can do it. So if you're a teen mom, hear this. You got this. It won't be easy. You'll make bad decisions, but stay strong. Accept your failures as lessons and work towards your goals. Listen to the people who love you and put thought before making any big decision. Most of all, remember to love yourself. Just because you have a baby doesn't mean your life needs to be put on hold or the world is ending. It doesn't mean that you messed up your life and you failed. No, you just need to adjust and work on doing your best. Don't survive during this time. Own it. Thrive through it. Take charge and pride of your motherhood because in the end, it really ends up being a magical superpower of yours for the rest of your life. Nurture your baby with love because they will be your companion forever. Open your eyes and realize that this is a new life for you to make the best out of. So do it. We are women. Women are extraordinary. Giving the ability to have birth or give birth <laughs> Just having that ability is huge. That's such a responsibility of ours. And no matter if you're 15, no matter if you're 30, no matter if you're 40, we are all able and equipped to do it. So don't be afraid. Believe in yourself. Believe in human nature. Believe in love, believe in a higher power, but overall just believe that what's happening to you is what was always meant to happen to you. Take it as a gift and enjoy it, embrace it. You're going to see how much brighter your days will be, how much more you can thrive and it'll be the best thing that has ever happened to your life. Enjoy. 
We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.